0: You are the author of this story and you can literally write this next chapter out to be whatever it is you want it to be. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth Podcast with Patrice Washington. This is where you come each and every week to learn more about what it means to chase purpose, not money. Now, if you are brand new here, here's what you need to know. This community believes that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions. Yes, that's coming from someone who's been known as a financial expert for well over a decade. I am here to share with you the truth about wealth. And the original definition of wealth is actually the condition of well being. So each and every week, you are not going to just get how to budget, what to look for in your credit report. I believe in all of that skill set stuff. But ultimately, I want to help shift your mindset around money, around wealth, around financial success. And so we're going to have conversations about the other parts of your life that impact your finances, even when you're not thinking about it. If you want to learn more about what I call the six pillars of wealth, I invite you to go to patricewashington.com forward slash start here, patricewashington.com forward slash start here, and you will learn what I call the truth about wealth and just understand what it really means um, to focus on these other pillars that are ultimately impacting your finances. Uh, Today is actually... The last episode of this season. We are winding down today, season seven of the Redefining Wealth podcast. And oh my gosh, what a journey it has been. I can't believe how quickly uh, 16 weeks flew by. I'm really excited to dive into this solo episode um, and share with you what I've been up to as this season has been um, unfolding what's been going on for me professionally and personally and just share some of the lessons and the takeaways um, because woo, what a season I've been in but I'm so grateful to share that I did it my way and I want to share some of the big points that have come out of this season so before we jump into that let's get into our affirmation of the week you know you got to speak positivity into your life A day. You gotta affirm positivity. You gotta affirm abundance. You gotta affirm yourself to well. This week's affirmation is I am the author of the next chapter of my life. I will write the story of my life with intention. No matter how one chapter ends, I will choose how I navigate and narrate the next. I embrace when a chapter is up and move forward with the lessons and blessings uncovered during that time because they've made me who I am and are equipping me for who I am becoming. Twist and turns are what will turn an average life into a story worth telling. I may not have chosen the plot that currently exists, but I trust that God is the ultimate author of the plot twist And just when enemies and naysayers may think my story is over, the truth is it is really just getting started. Declare with me today. I am the author of the next chapter of my life. So at the beginning of this season of the podcast, I called it dream a new dream. That was the intro episode to this season, dream a new dream. And in it, I shared with you that I was in a season, I am in a season of completely reimagining my life. Now, the largest reason is because I have been going through a divorce. And so there have been so many lessons learned over the 16 weeks that this season has lasted. And I wanted to compile those lessons into this episode um, because I usually share anyway, whatever the theme is of the year or the theme of my life in that season. And I always say this I don't want to be someone who only speaks about things when I'm on the other side of it. You know, I often talk about Mike Todd, um, who's the pastor of Transformation Church, and the sermon that I heard him do where he talked about. You know, we never want to talk about what Saturday was like. We know that if you're a Christian, you believe that Jesus died on Friday and he rose on Sunday, but no one talks about Saturday. No one talks about the process in the middle, what he must have felt like, right? The fear, the trepidation, the darkness, the loneliness, what happens on Saturday? And I realized from the time I heard that sermon years ago now that I always want to be someone Who's considered, you know, an authority or an influencer of some kind, a coach, someone who shares the middle. So, the title of this episode is "I Did It My Way," and the reason that matters so much to me is because there are some things like I've been in transition, right? And sometimes, when you're in transition, you know, many of us look to outside resources for support. That's natural. And I believe in seeking wisdom. I truly do. You know that's my Instagram name, Seek Wisdom PCW. I believe in seeking wisdom. I believe in not suffering in silence. I believe in not suffering through things alone. I believe in asking for the support that I need. And so I definitely have been doing that before I even thought about filing for divorce, before I even thought about, you know, seeking separation. Um, I did. I asked for wisdom. Now, here's the thing. I truly believe that even in asking for support, we still always have to run the advice through the filter of what feels right for us. Even if you ask someone for their opinion, you still have the right to reject any advice that is not in alignment with what you feel assigned to do. And so even as I was seeking wise counsel from people, one of the things that I kept hearing was that the average divorce is going to take two years when you have, you know, a lot of assets um, and, and children involved. It can become very contentious. There can be a lot of, you know, anger and it can be difficult and resentment and all those things. And while all of that makes complete sense to me, there was something in my spirit from the very beginning that said, this will not be your story. This will not be your story. And so while I could receive other people sharing their story, I did not receive their story to be my own. And I think that's a big takeaway that I wanna share with you, is that even in seeking out advice, you still need to run it through the filter of what feels right for you and what feels in alignment for you. From the very beginning, I told God, I wanna divorce with dignity. I wanna get through this with peace and ease and grace. Now, I'm not saying that this has been an easy journey, but there has been more ease attached to it And I believe it's because of how I set out to do it from the beginning, right? So I believe that words are powerful. I know you've heard me say that before. And I believe that what we verbalize, we magnify and magnetize in our lives. And so because this has been my word choice from the very beginning, and this has been what I have maintained as people have found out that I was divorcing and DMing me with their horror stories or, you know, calling or texting with all of the worst case scenarios. I have said to people over and over again, I totally understand that was your experience and I'm so sorry that it was. But I maintain that I will have peace during this process. And even the, the one conversation that my former husband, I have to get used to saying that, right? Um, even that conversation that we had, that was kind of a blow up, but it wasn't like angry cursing blow up. It was like very tearful. It led to a six hour conversation that was probably one of the most beautiful conversations we have ever had. It was the most honest and authentic and vulnerable conversation and it gave me such compassion. And I think it gave him a much deeper understanding of who I am, what I need, want and desire in this season of my life. And I think collectively it made us even more, it made us even more pleasant for my daughter. I don't, I don't know how else to frame that. We were already talking, we were already okay, but it made us even more of a united front, which I believe has been a blessing and will continue to be a blessing for our daughter, Reagan. He attended my graduation. So something else that I did this way, I did my way in this season was I completed that MBA. So for those of you who've been here for two years, you've been a OG listener, you're a real purpose chaser. You know that I was pursuing an MBA in behavioral finance and financial psychology. And during fourth quarter of last year, I was actually supposed to be completely done. That was the goal. And there was so much going on. And I had just decided and I had so much on my plate. And I was in the midst of teaching Purpose to Platform, which is a very intense course, and, you know, speaking a lot. There was just a lot going on. And um, I dropped the class. I just couldn't take it, I dropped the class. And it was a really hard class as a matter of fact. It was just too much reading and too, like the teacher was just, the professor was just too intense. And I remember sitting at my desk and saying, I know I'm gonna finish, but I don't have to finish today. I don't have to finish now, I need to honor how I feel and what's going on. And so I dropped the class and when I talked to my advisor about it, my actual advisor, a few weeks later, she ended up informing me that that wasn't even the class I needed to take. Talk about learning to trust your spirit. I ended up talking to my advisor who was not available when that class was assigned to me because she was out sick. The person that I spoke to put me in the wrong class put me in a course that I did not need to graduate. So I sat at my desk frustrated one night with 89 pages to read. And I was like, I'm not going to do this. I need to preserve my peace and my energy and take care of myself in this season. So I reach out to drop the class, have a call with my advisor, come to find out it was not the right course anyway. So I ended up enrolling in the right course this spring. And ultimately, I finished that course in March and graduated in May. And that was just another example for me of doing it my way, right? And learning to trust yourself, learning to honor when your body is telling you like something's off, something's not right. Because so often we dismiss the signs. Something in our gut, in our belly is telling us no. And we have gotten so used to pushing through and powering through and sometimes against the flow of what's even necessary because I could have powered through that class and it could have been, made that whole season even more difficult for me only to find out that wasn't even necessary to get to completion. My completion came with more flow, more ease, more grace because I honored that still small voice and didn't try to power and push through But I digress, you know, being on the point of divorcing with dignity, some of you who follow me on Instagram may have seen that Gerald was actually at my graduation. He was working in a different state and still took a couple days to come out and to support me during graduation, which again, what a beautiful thing for our daughter to see. And it meant so much to me because his support and his affirmation and his validation of my desire to do it was a big part of why I did it, right? And for him to be there at the beginning and at the end and to watch me cross the stage and um, just support me in that way really, really meant a lot to me. And for me, it really underscored this desire to divorce with dignity, that it doesn't have to be mean-spirited it doesn't have to be contentious. There doesn't have to be all kind of fighting involved. Of course, people are hurt. That's a part of the process, right? But there's a way that we can honor each other's feelings and still show up for one another. And I feel, I feel led to read this text message and I'm going to tell them before this episode comes out. So... He's hopefully not upset. I don't think he will be, but we had a conversation last week. So for so those of you who've been following the podcast for some time, you know that we do Money Mondays. And so we do weekly calls to discuss what's going on in the finances um, and, you know, our travel schedules, how we're going to support Reagan in the weeks coming up. What does she have going on? Who's going to do what? That hasn't changed. We still do that every week and so just this week on our call we had a lovely conversation and he was sharing some stuff about his new business and i was giving feedback and support um you know we had some good laughs we we had a great talk we discussed all the things and when we were done this is what i text him just wanted to say i enjoy talking to you i truly look forward to rebuilding a solid friendship we started out as best friends and i want nothing but the best for you Despite it all, I want us to be friends to the tape. And his response was, I enjoyed it as well. You have always been my best friend. And I look forward to rebuilding and earning that friendship all the way to the tape. And when he replied, I sat at my desk and I cried. Every other month, I attend a Super Friends brunch where we talk about everything from purpose to pursuing new dreams and even menopause. Yep. You heard me menopause because if you're over 40 and your girlfriends don't keep it real, I don't know what to tell you, but we have these important conversations because how can we redefine wealth if we're not keeping up with our hormonal health? Now, We discovered Happy Mammoth. It's the company that created Hormone Harmony and it's dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for us. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. Hormone Harmony contains herbal extracts called aptogens that help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally. And any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take Hormone Harmony. It's perfect for hot flashes, night sweats, menopause related brain fog, sleeplessness, occasional bloating and gas. You get the picture. Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using the code RW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RW for 15% off. When he replied, I sat at my desk and I cried. And I cried tears of joy because for me, the way we are interacting, even though we're still waiting for things to be finalized, the way we are interacting is literally what I prayed for. And the thing is, even when you pray for stuff, I believe that faith without works is dead. And I know that earlier on, I was very intentional about what I would say and what I wouldn't say, what I would do and what I wouldn't do. And not so much because I was policing myself, but because I committed to divorcing with dignity. And what I realized is, you know, sometimes we wanna say things to be right, we wanna say things to be heard, we wanna say things to hurt someone else um, the way maybe we feel like we were hurt but I realized that ultimately to get to the place of what where we are in this text message and in our conversations, some things just were not necessary. And I'm sharing that with you because some of you are in a Saturday and you have a desire to move forward, to, to enter the next chapter of your life with more peace. But if you're going to enter that chapter with more peace, you gotta make a decision to end this one as peaceful as possible you can't be so committed to kicking up all the dust that you think that that's not gonna follow you into the next chapter. And this is really important for me because moving on to my second point from divorcing with dignity, I do plan on dating with purpose and intention. I plan on dating with purpose and intention. I plan on definitely moving forward with my life, right? As should he. And it was really important to me to move through this process with grace and ease because I didn't wanna bring any hate or any bitterness into my next situation. I didn't wanna bring in walls that are built up, maybe things that I built up to protect myself in one scenario into another scenario that where it's not even necessary. But I think that there's an opportunity When we are going through difficult seasons and transitions, to start to practice how we want to play the game, right? And what I mean by that is for me, practicing the art of still being loving and still seeing myself as lovable and still acting in a way that really just presents who I want to be, right? Not acting from my hurt or where I am, but acting from a place of this is where I wanna go. It's almost like living in your aspirational reality. So I desire to date with intention, which means I need to currently live and untangle my my current situation with intention so that there's 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 nothing in that backstory that will prevent me from living in my future story. Hey Purpose Chasers, good news. The Chase Purpose Not Money merch store is now open 365 days a year, 24/7. So if you've been waiting to get your Chase Purpose Not Money merch, now is the time. You can grab your tees, your sweatshirts, your hoodies, your candles, your mugs, whatever it is you want to represent that you are a Purpose Chaser is available for you. Just head to chasepurposenotmoney.com. So there's a couple things that I, that I realized, you know, when I first thought about um, separating, one of the things that came up was like, well, I'm not ever gonna get married again. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, mm, I'm never, I'm never gonna get married again. I don't know about that. I'm not sure. But let me tell you just a couple months of even entertaining people that will walk up to me or talk to me has taught me that I am not for the streets. <laughs> I am not really one built for the streets. I am very much marriage material. I am very much marriage material. Now my cooking may not be the bomb, but I do bring so many other strengths to the table and like I realized that I I can own that and I have requirements, you know? I have standards. And I had to teach myself to stop saying that I didn't want to be married again, or I never desire to be married again because, again, words are powerful. That's number one. But number two, when a job doesn't work out, do you stop looking for new jobs? Like, if a job doesn't work out, do you not just like, okay, either you know, you get terminated or you make a decision to quit and then you go look, you do go look for the next thing. You're not always oh, going to say, oh, I'll be jobless for 40 years, right? When your car gives out, you don't just say, oh, I'm never driving again. You go buy a new car. Like, you go figure it out. And I think I learned in this season in the same way with relationships. Like, I'm very much relationship material. I'm very much um, made for monogamy. (laughs) I am definitely, as my friends tell me, like, sis, you are not built for the streets. You're not built for the streets. I'm not. So with that being said, you know, I believe that whenever there is something new that you want to explore, the way that you accelerate, right? Your path on the learning curve is to get support. So I actually just signed up for a dating course. I'm so excited. I signed up for a dating course because I have been out the game for 20 years and, when I started dating back in the day, there was no social media. There was no online dating. Um, There were not all the things. And so I don't know what this is gonna look like. I don't know what this is going to feel like, but I do know that I needed the support of just someone who was better at it. And if you wanna DM me, Seek Wisdom PCW, I'm happy to share with you. who this young lady is and the course that I'm taking. Um, and hopefully if it goes well, I will have her on the podcast one day. So if that's something you guys will be interested in, make sure you let me know in the comments um, or in, in social media, let me know that you want, you want me to share more about that. But the course is about self-love first and foremost. It's about embracing your femininity and womanhood. And then it's about selecting a mate and like navigating that whole process. And I'm really, really excited about learning and growing in this area. It is so important to me not to have a fixed mindset around this or anything else, but not coming into this, well, with all men do this and all men behave that way. And there's no good men out there Just like I said with my divorce, uh, that is not my story. That could be someone else's story, but I don't receive it. I believe that words are powerful and that's not what I want to attract into my life. And I feel like I'm in such a great place. And let me say this too, Um, for those of you who are listening and you're like, she shouldn't even be thinking about dating. Remember how in the first episode I told you to mind your business. You remember that when I said, pray for what I'm praying for. Don't try to pray for like what you feel like I should do. I told you in that dream, a new dream episode that I have been having dreams for a long time. And those dreams definitely um, spoke to the fact that I needed to complete that chapter and season of my life. And that had been going on for quite some time. So just because something is new to you, remember that it's not new to me. Remember that I'm always in therapy. Remember that I have a life coach. Remember that I have a great support system. And ultimately, remember that I stay on my knees in my prayer closet daily. And when you take all of that into consideration, you need to remember that I was grieving the loss of my marriage before it was physically complete. So a lot of things that some people may not begin to work out until they file for divorce, those things were being worked out in my spirit and in my therapy sessions well before it became a reality. So if I am sharing that I am open to dating and loving again, um, please just respect that. And I know I can say that to you guys because for the most part, all of you who have reached out since learning of my divorce and my separation have been so, so, so affirming and so considerate and so loving. And I just want you to know that I completely, completely, completely appreciate you and I com- I appreciate this community. And I know I don't have to talk about my personal life in this way, but... I've shared personal things about my life all along this journey. And so again, I wouldn't wanna come out on the other side and be like, yeah, just do these two steps. Like, no, I want you to hear and see what it looks like to be in it, you know? Um, So divorcing with dignity is what I did my way. I'm dating with purpose, that's my way. But also you guys know, I've been talking a lot about scaling joy um, and dreaming a new dream. And so I'm gonna combine these because This season has been, for as difficult as it's been, it's also been really fun in a lot of ways because I have had a chance to like discover and rediscover who I am as an individual. I've been a part of a couple darn near my whole life. You know, I was with my husband about 19 years and so that's half my life i'm 41. so discovering what patrice likes and what brings her joy and what makes her happy independently of anything or anyone else has been such a delight you know for my birthday um i went to costa rica on a solo trip i went to costa rica earlier in the year and then in february i just woke up on a saturday morning and was like i want to go back and i want to go to the caribbean side and i want to stay on the beach and you know do a spa day in the jungle on my birthday and i literally did that and i realized how much i enjoy my own company like i knew i enjoyed my own company but now i really know i enjoy my own company i genuinely do and so even when i get in another relationship. me traveling by myself is just going to be a part of what I do, right? Versus not recognizing that that's something I would like to do or want to do and then feeling like you have to ask for permission. I realize now, like, no, that is something I need. I always did, like, the staycation. So I could go to a hotel in the city and take a weekend to myself and write or do schoolwork or think or something like that. But to get on a plane and travel internationally That was, I just started doing that last year. In November, I went to Mexico. And then in March, I went to Costa Rica. But that is just gonna be a part of my life. So my next partner will just have to accept that that's who I am and that's what I do. And that was really good. Um, I learned that I want to learn how to mix drinks. like that will be my entryway my gateway into the kitchen it's actually going to come through being a mixologist so i'm signing up for like a few mixology courses um here in atlanta and i'm really excited about that uh also signing up for dance classes now that i'm done with school i really want to learn salsa and the tango and merengue and all kinds of ballroom dancing um and that brings me complete joy Right, and I also am excited about learning dance because I think that it's a great way for me to really, really learn more about how to follow. I learned that from one dance instructor that I met that for women, we can look great on the dance floor if the man is leading well. And so many of us, and I'll speak for myself, but I know many of you may resonate with this, we become so used to having to lead maybe in business or in our careers or we're leading our children or organizations and church groups and all of these things that we're so used to having to lead everything that we don't always know how to follow. And in preparation for my next relationship, I want to be sure that I fully embrace and understand what it means to let go and just be led. I desire that. I am excited about that. And me taking dance classes are symbolic of that. Um, So that is a part of scaling joy in my life right now. Um, And dreaming a new dream. One of the things that I share with you at the beginning of the season is that I just wanted to get off autopilot and do everything differently. So what that looks like, I did this in several ways, but the one that seems most like tangible, I guess for me right now or present in my mind is I bought a new car and for many years, I only drove trucks, Um, namely Range Rovers. I'll just keep it real. I only drove Range Rovers for many, many years I've probably had six Range Rovers in my 20 years or so of being an adult. And my last Range Rover was white. And I made a decision when I realized I would have to get a new car that I wanted to do something completely different. And it dawned on me as I was going through the process that honestly, for the duration of my marriage, I really have not chosen my own car I never selected my own car. Like I didn't go test drive cars. I didn't really look much into it. If I needed a new car, and even if I didn't, if he just wanted to surprise me with one, I would just end up with a new car with a bow on it. And I'm not knocking that. That was beautiful and I was very blessed and grateful. But I realized in this process how often I gave up the right to choose. Now the car is the easiest way that I can illustrate this and the only way that I will illustrate it on this podcast. But being intentional about going to test drive cars and going through the entire process on my own was very liberating for me at 41 years old to go through that entire process by myself was just, it was liberating. And so I went from driving a white truck to a black car. It was like opposites, like <laughs> complete opposites. And I shared this on the episode with Lisa Bilyeu, um a couple weeks back. But, you know, I ended up having to put air in the tire. And it dawned on me like, oh, my gosh, I've never had to do that. Um, and I had to get a car wash. And I was like, I don't know how to put the car in neutral and go through this machine. Like I was really hoping to go to some place where you just pull up. And they take the car and hand wash, but I haven't found that in my area yet. But it's just taught me that I can do all things and I can do hard things. And I can do things that I once thought were hard, but really um, are not that hard. I just didn't have to. And I've just learned that I'm, I'm okay. You know, like, even in the midst of all of this learning and expanding and growing, like, I will be fine. You will be fine. No matter what season you're in, if you are in a space where you are having to dream a new dream and things don't look the way that you thought they would have looked, and it's not panning out the way that you planned for it to. You are the author of this story, and you can literally write this next chapter out to be whatever it is you want it to be. And for me, moving on, during this next chapter and season of my life, I just have one goal and it's to enjoy the journey. It's not to rush anything. It's not to try to speed up to the end of the chapter. It is literally to embrace everything that I learn along the way with like childlike wonder. Like I am excited. You hear my California like, 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 it's all coming out now. Media has taught me to curve saying like so much, but I'm still, still a girl from LA. So I'm just in a season where this next chapter, I fully understand that everything I experience will be a lesson or a blessing. There's no other option for it to be anything but a lesson or a blessing. Some people are so afraid of taking L's because they see L's as losses. I see a L as a lesson. It was an opportunity for me to learn something new about myself. There was an opportunity for me to gather new data, new information, an opportunity for me to expand and possibly be exposed to things I hadn't thought of before an opportunity to gain new perspective. There's no loss in learning. And I am committed to enjoying the journey. As Lisa Nichols taught me, we should be committed to the vision and not attached to how we get there. And my vision in this season of my life is to experienced the greatest love I have ever experienced, not just from another person, but for myself. I love myself more today than I ever have in my entire life. And my prayer is that that only continues to grow and expand in the days, weeks, months, quarters, years to come. And in me loving myself, I have full expectation that I will attract someone who loves me just as much as I love myself, but that who equally loves themselves enough so that they can complement what it is I bring to the table and who I am. And so I'm committed to that as the vision. I'm not attached to how I get there. All I know is that nothing has meaning except for the meaning that we assign. And in this season, I assign all things to be things that work together for my good, that teach me to love myself more, and also teach me to be prepared to receive the greatest love of my life. That's the season that I'm in. And so I don't know what tomorrow holds, You hear me say this all the time. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know who holds me. I know who holds me. I know who has plans to prosper me and not to harm me. And I know the source that has allowed me to tap in to a strength and a peace that surpasses all understanding. And I am so incredibly grateful for this journey I am so incredibly grateful for what I've learned about myself. I am so incredibly grateful for the grace and compassion that I have for my soon to be ex-husband. I am so incredibly grateful for the space that he and I have created for our daughter to still thrive in the midst of this scenario And I'm so incredibly grateful for what's to come as I wait with expectancy. I expect God to do great things. Like I expect God to blow my mind in in this next season. I expect to have everything on my list and then some. And yes, I do have a list. back to dating with purpose and intention. I have a list. I was on a flight from New York to San Antonio. I did a brand dinner in New York, and then I flew to speak in San Antonio. And while I was on the plane, I felt compelled to write a list of everything that I wanted in a mate and a partner. I actually called it my ideal partner. And I just wrote and I li- allowed myself to write and I allowed it to flow out and I didn't try to police it. And I had heard conventional wisdom say, well, you really shouldn't have a long list. You should just put three things and let God fill in the rest. Um, That's not what I heard in my spirit. <laughs> I wrote the list out and it ended up being 27 things. Slow blink. Yes, it ended up being 27 things. Um, And you know what, when I read the list back, you know what I told my one of my best friends, Carly Harvey Raymond? I said, you know what I realized about my list? This list is me. I'm not asking anything for anything that I don't bring to the table. When I write honesty and integrity and kindness and being a good steward and affectionate um, and generous and you know committed to personal development and like all of these things takes care of their physical hygiene like i'm not writing anything that i don't do so there's that (laughs) right so i'm expecting god to blow my mind and you guys might be listening like she is nuts but that's okay um i gotta do what's in alignment for me what feels right in my spirit And if I need to pivot, I trust that I will be led to pivot. But for right now, I'm going to hold the line. I'm still committed to doing it my way. And my way includes listening for the Holy Spirit to guide and direct me. That's the truth. So I'm committed to enjoying this journey. And I'm so grateful to you as the Redefining Wealth podcast audience for always just being open to allowing me to share my journey. Because I believe that even though this audience is all across the globe, I feel that we are so connected in so many ways. And so your transition may have nothing to do with ending a romantic relationship. Um, It may be a career transition. You may need to do something different in your health or with your parenting or any number of things. But I hope that choosing to do whatever you need to do with dignity resonates with you. I hope doing what you want to do in your next chapter with purpose and intention and being clear about what you want to create resonates with you. And I hope scaling joy and allowing yourself to dream a new dream, right, to not be stuck in what you wanted it to be, but to embrace what you know it can be. Um, I hope that that all resonates with you. And I hope that you continue to see this podcast as a resource as you work through the other parts of your life that actually do impact your finances. Of course, divorce greatly impacts your finances, your net worth, um, and it impacts your career. It's been so hard to focus some days because I have to gather up all this stuff um, and do all of this work to help out the powers that be that are supporting us through this. It impacts everything. Um, you know, the people pillar impacts your ability to build wealth, your environment and how it's set up impacts your ability to build wealth. All of these things come together. And so I don't want you to think like, oh, what does this have to do with money? It has a lot to do with money, honestly. And so again, choose dignity, do your next chapter with purpose and intention and choose to scale joy. I do believe it'll support you in the long run. I wanna take this time to thank all of the amazing guests that we have had on the Redefining Wealth Podcast this season. Um, So grateful for their wisdom and the time they have taken out. If you missed any episodes, use the next eight weeks to catch up. We will be on our summer break, an eight week hiatus. And when we come back in September, we come back to season eight of the Redefining Wealth Podcast. We're at, I think, 12 and a half million downloads, which thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Please continue to rate and review the podcast because it helps us get found. You help the algorithms push us up there and we appreciate it so, so much. And we will be coming back to step into the five-year anniversary of the Redefining Wealth podcast. That sounds so crazy. When I started this in 2017, I was committed Committed to just giving it a good year. And my how time flies. And man, so many lives impacted. So many guests have been shared. So much wisdom has been dropped. So much growth from me. Oh my gosh. Woo, I am grateful for this podcast. And I surely hope that you are too. We plan on doing a five-year anniversary celebration in Atlanta. So stay on the lookout for that, especially if you're in Atlanta or surrounding area and you can get here. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. Um, so thank you to the guests who make this podcast what it is. And I want you to follow me. If you're not following me on Instagram in particular, Seek Wisdom PCW. I decided for my month off in July... I usually take the month off to spend with my daughter. Um, Tickets to California were just too high. Y'all know I'm an LA girl, they were just too high. So we decided to explore Georgia. So we're going to be visiting waterfalls and water parks and beaches in South Georgia and trails in North Georgia, um, amusement parks, I'm so excited. So if you know anything about my daughter and I, full of shenanigans full of shenanigans. I will be sharing our, I think we're gonna do like a 10 or 12 day road trip through Georgia. If you're just listening, I'm rolling my eyes cause I already know that this child is gonna wear me out. But you guys will get to be a part of that whole experience. So come join me on Instagram, seek wisdom PCW as Reagan and I take Georgia, as we explore Georgia and be prepared to laugh. Um, other than that, that's it. That's a wrap on season seven. Thank you again for all the love and support. I pray that this podcast is nothing short uh, of a blessing to you. Um, make sure you connect with other purpose chasers in our free redefining wealth Facebook group. It is free and people share resources and ask questions and love on each other and support one another. And I would love for you to come on over and join them. Um, is that all? I think that's all. And the very last thing I have to tell you is that my program, Command the Stage, is coming back. I'm actually going to do a cohort in September. So I just want to plant the seed for that. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me as well. DM me the word stage and you can ask away. I am super, super excited about another cohort of Command the Stage. We have... Some big surprises planned. Um, we're taking it up a notch again. And if you have been looking for a way to build your voice and become more of an authority by making your voice more powerful and more magnetic, more memorable in the marketplace, then I would love to be your coach. You can check out some of the information at commandthestage.com. Get on the wait list. But if you have any questions, just send me a DM stage. All right. That's it. That's a wrap. Season seven is done. Next time you hear from me, we will be entering season eight of the redefining wealth podcast. I appreciate you guys so much. Love you so so much. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time, please, please, please go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later.